It had been six years since the last time Syracuse football signed a four-star recruit or received a four-star commitment that made their way to Syracuse. And now in the last week, it has happened two times. The latest dual threat quarterback out of Georgia, Jakari Williams, one of the top quarterbacks in the 2024 class, makes his commitment to Dino Babers and Syracuse. Big things happening with Cuse football. You could make the argument that Cuse recruiting for Syracuse football might be back. You are locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. is up what is happening happy monday and welcome into locked on syracuse i'm owen valentine saying thank you so much for making locked on syracuse your first listen today and every day free and available wherever you get podcasts part of the locked on podcast network this up episode is brought to you by fanduel sportsbook the official sportsbook of locked on make every moment more visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started it's a big episode this is the second straight episode that I have come on and talked positively about Syracuse football recruiting, which those of you who listen to this are everydayers who are, are frequenting lockdown Syracuse. First of all, thank you so much for being here every day. But you know that I have been furious with Syracuse football recruiting efforts, especially this 2023 recruiting class, given what has happened in the last six, seven months since football season came to a close. But this 2024 recruiting class has been showing tremendous signs of life. And for the second straight week, we jump on to talk about a four-star commitment joining the Syracuse football program. Last week, it was four-star tight end Jamie Tremble. This week, it is four-star quarterback Jakari Williams, who commits to Syracuse over the likes of his top five in FAU, BC, Western Kentucky, and James Madison, and obviously Syracuse there as well. Some other names in the mix, NC State was there, Virginia Tech, UCF, Liberty, some others in the mix as well, but he commits on Sunday evening to Syracuse. The dual threat quarterback, 6'3", 192 pounds from First Presbyterian Day School in Georgia. He was a Georgia Tech commit, staying in the home state, but some coaching change, things of that nature, reopened his recruiting process. Syracuse only had a 1.3% chance of landing this commitment per on threes metric. And they find themselves the new home of Jakari Williams in just about a year's time. Really, really exciting stuff because we've been frustrated with recruiting. We've been looking for some big names. We always ask, how come it's never a four-star guy, right? You'd think there'd be one every so often. It's been six years since you've last had a four-star recruit. That goes back to, I believe, Trill Williams was the last four-star recruit that Syracuse got. 
That was back-to-back years where they had gotten four-star recruits. Tommy DeVito, obviously, in 2017 being the one before that. And then Trill Williams in 2018. So it's been seven years since a four-star quarterback commitment, six years since the last four-star. Syracuse now has two four-stars on this commitment sheet. It's the first time they've had that since 2008. It's been 16 years since they've had multiple four-star commitments on the Syracuse football recruiting class. And I love what I see out of Jakari Williams. He visited Syracuse this past weekend, right? It's a second straight week that you've had uh, a four-star commitment fresh off of a visit. So I don't know what it is exactly that's going on in these visits, but it has been working. You've been getting a lot of commitments almost immediately as players are leaving campus, which means that these visits are going exceedingly well. uh, And they need to keep that up, keep that momentum going and really, really build up this 2024 class. This is by no means the time to take your foot off the gas. Keep expanding, right? Now you've got the, hey, look at who we've got coming in in the 2024s. Play with them. Build a program. Let's make a run together. It is a lot easier to start that pitch with better players and high-quality players and upper echelon guys when they are joining what has the makings of a more advanced team and a higher-touted recruiting class than what you typically see and getting you into those conversations and a little bit better stuff. Uh, He said in an interview, he wants to improve on that pocket presence. He's a dual threat quarterback. That is what Syracuse likes to do. It's what you see with Garrett Schrader. It's what you saw with Eric Dungy. It is what you tried to see with DeVito, much lesser, um, but it was there a little bit. Maybe it was just because he was under pressure the whole time. I don't know. Uh, But Schrader, obviously in that mix, Dungy in that mix. Del Rio Wilson is in that mix of dual threat guys. Syracuse landed a commitment from Braden Zarberg uh, about 10 days ago at this point in time. Dual threat guy. Now Jakari Williams, dual threat quarterback, joins that 2024 class with Zarberg as well. He fits the scheme. He fits what Syracuse likes to do. And the fundamentals, the mechanics, the raw talent is 1,000% there. And if you go on huddle, you go and watch his tapes, you can see it. And you can see he's got that natural ability. It looks smooth. It looks effortless. Uh, He moves in the pocket. I'm a Seattle Seahawks guy, so Russell Wilson is my comp uh, in that regard, just because that's what I've watched more closely than other teams. I just see him move in the pocket so similarly. And it creates a lot downfield because, especially at the high school level, right, You're not guarding receivers. You're not locking down receivers for these extended plays, these broken plays where you've broken a tackle or you've rolled out to the right, spun, coming back left now and throwing on the run, throwing off balance, things like that. He's got a really nice knack for it. And it does seem like he gets things. He is very smart with the ball. He can run without question. And he runs faster than most players on the field, if not, in the category of being able to outrun almost everyone he is currently playing with. He's got that speed. He's got that agility. He can make a man miss, but he also has the ability to make those decisions now on the run as he scrambles out of the pocket, gets out to the right, gets out to the left, moves pretty well uh, inside the pocket, but as he said, would like to improve on that pocket presence. And I think he's got some time to do that. I think that will bring his game even further up But when you look at these recruiting sites and and what they're saying about him, 
Uh, it is a little bit all over the place, but everyone's saying he's good. How good seems to be the question here. 24-7 has him as a three-star quarterback, the number 50 quarterback in the class. 24-7's composite ranking has him as a four-star quarterback, the number 16 QB in the class, and a top 350 player. ESPN has him as a three-star quarterback, top 15 guy in the quarterback class. Rivals, this is the one that I think will jump off the page because this is nuts because Syracuse football does not have things like this, right? Why do we have nice things? We don't do nice things with Syracuse football. Rivals has this man, Jakari Williams, Syracuse's latest commitment in the 2024 class as their number five quarterback in the recruiting class, the number five quarterback in the class and a top 200 player in the 2024 recruiting class. On three's got him as a four-star and an 11 or the number 11 quarterback in the class. On three's composite has him as a four-star and the number 21 quarterback in the class. Wherever you look, there's a couple that have him as a very, very high three-star. Wherever you look, there are incredible rankings surrounding Jakari Williams. Be excited. Get fired up. Uh, and we'll go from there. We're going to take a quick break on the other side. We'll continue uh, to talk to Kari Williams. There's a few questions I have. Uh, some were brought up on Twitter. Some were brought up in some group chats I'm a part of. Some were brought up elsewhere uh, that I do think I'd like to address. And then we'll take a look at the quarterback room for Syracuse because it seems like things are lining up tremendously well for the future of the quarterback position in the 315. But before that, let's talk a little bit about FanDuel Sportsbook. Baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. It's America's number one sportsbook because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. I like, I don't even know. I can't say I like the Yankees right now. I do, but I don't like betting on them. Uh, so throw a little player prop parlay in there. Mix a couple base hit guys, maybe throw in a home run hitter for the day. I love to build a little player prop, enjoy an afternoon of baseball. So don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball's trademark used with permission. All right, Owen Valentine here on your Locked On Syracuse Monday episode with some huge, huge news surrounding Syracuse football. Jakari Williams, a 2024 four-star dual-threat quarterback, commits to Syracuse on Sunday evening. We're fired up. Twitter was fired up. Uh, and it is a fun thing to be able to talk about Syracuse football in a good light because it is it is not what we always do. Our conversations around Q's football uh, are seldom big game, big name stuff and exciting things like that. Uh, and more often than not, they're a little bit frustrating, especially with, with me uh, at the helm of things. But this is huge, uh, right? It's one thing to land a four-star tight end, and that's not a knock by any means on Jamie Tremble. It's a huge commitment, really exciting. I love how we would fit into the scheme and be the next Aranda Gadsden. Be the first Jamie Tremble, but fill in to that Aranda Gadsden idea, that player style. 
But when you land a quarterback as your best recruit or one of your best recruits in the last decade and a half, that's gigantic, right? Jakari Williams is your best recruit in in at least 15 years uh, and possibly even more. Uh, That is the type of player that you just landed. A couple of concerns. Uh, My first one, and someone posed this on Twitter. I apologize that I I can't give you the full shout right now. I don't have it handy. Uh, But it was a thought that a few of my other buddies had, a thought that popped into my head as well. For a four-star quarterback and a guy that, as we just said, on rivals and on some sites is listed as a top five quarterback in the class. This is a very weak top five. Syracuse, FAU, BC, Western Kentucky, and James Madison. Now, does it mean that maybe he just wants to go somewhere, be a star, reap the NIL benefits of being the star uh, on a program as opposed to a lot of big fish ready to eat? Is it a, a fit thing? Is it a coaching thing? I don't know. Is it a style thing? Whatever it may be, right? For a top five quarterback in the class, this is a very weak top five. And there were better offers in the mix, as I mentioned off the rip today. NC State's in there. Virginia Tech's in there. UCF is in there in terms of some relatively bigger names. But I find it very weird that the heavy hitters of football recruiting aren't really in the mix for Jakari Williams. I find it a little odd. I find it a little peculiar. What does it mean? I'm not exactly sure, but I can't help but think, and this is what I said back when we had Marcus Adams Jr. uh, on the podcast uh, for, for Syracuse basketball, it feels like one of those situations where maybe these guys jump in late. And I I hope this isn't another decommitment situation. And I hope this isn't as a guy who's already, you know, decommitted from Georgia Tech, given the coaching change. I hope this is the permanent landing spot because you can get some late additions that like to poach. I mean, you just watched it happen with Lenora Sellers a few months ago, where you've got that commitment all the way up to signing day and things can switch. So the fact that Syracuse is in this top five and the fact that Syracuse lands Jakari Williams is gigantic. But I can't help but have that little pesky thought, and it's the decommitment out of Sire, who ended up at Michigan State uh, last night as well. Um, It is the Lenora Sellers. It's Vincent Carroll Jackson decommitting. Uh, It's things like that. That recency, it's still pitted. Uh, You can't help but wonder if there is going to be some late poaching attempts from your bigwigs that would want a top five quarterback or a top 10 quarterback or top 15 quarterback, depending on where you're looking. Second question, eh, sort of answered in there. We'll move on. Let's talk about the quarterback room for Syracuse because I think this is a really, really good setup. And I don't know if you remember, Max Chadwick comes on our show a lot during football season, talks college football, works over at PFF. Uh, Check out his stuff on on YouTube and Twitter as well. Uh, Really good content out of him. But Max Chadwick and I were talking before uh, I jumped on today, sort of about how the line of succession uh, really, really works well right now. You've got Garrett Schrader entering his senior year right now. He's the starter. He's going to start a quarterback. He's the guy. He's what you want. He is who you need. 
right? There are a lot of question marks with Syracuse football right now. Garrett Schrader and the quarterback position in terms of the starter, not really the question. After that, I believe Carlos Del Rio Wilson slots in for his senior season. Currently a redshirt junior or will be a redshirt junior next year. As a redshirt senior, I expect him to slot into the starting spot and make his way for Syracuse, lead the pack for the Orange. Next season, when Del Rio Wilson is a redshirt senior, will be the freshman year of Jakari Williams and Brendan Zarber. Got two quarterbacks in that 2024 class. Needed two names in that class because it was a little bit of an empty quarterback room right now. Braden Davis, the South Carolina transfer, uh, is also in that mix, but I, I don't see Davis necessarily as a starter. South Carolina had five quarterbacks on that roster. Davis was the worst of them in terms of the way he was treated, whatever. I'm not saying he was treated badly, but in terms of reps and things like that and conversations, it didn't really seem like he was ever in that conversation. Jakari Williams then spends a year on the bench, spends a year learning the system, spends a year getting familiar as Del Rio Wilson leads the pack for a year. And then I think sophomore year, Jakari Williams is your guy moving forward for the next two seasons at the least. Maybe he's an NFL guy. Maybe he's not. Three seasons uh, if he is not uh, a junior year NFL draft departure. But that is the caliber player we're talking here, is an NFL caliber player. That is what you're getting with a four-star ranking, with a top five quarterback ranking, with a top 20 quarterback ranking. That is NFL caliber talent coming to Syracuse to lead the way for what is next. This 2024 class is exciting. It's fun. I really do like what I see stylistically. Uh, I think Schrader, Dario Wilson, Kari Williams, they all have that dual threat style really effective. Uh, I would love to see, and I think he's very self-aware, and that's what you saw in an interview, saw with a quote. Uh, with Williams talking about how we'd like to improve that pocket presence. I think the pocket presence does need to improve, but the raw talent is there. The measurable stuff is there when you're looking at the way he plays, the confidence he plays with, the ability uh, that he has in the very, very, it's not raw, raw, but it needs some refining without question. It's a really, really good deal. And there is a lot here uh, for him to do everything. And I cannot wait to see what this has in store uh, because he is physically an incredible quarterback, an incredible dual threat quarterback that, that does have that, that Mahomes magic of, of can, can make something out of nothing. I, I say Russell Wilson a lot. Uh, but you see it a ton with Mahomes. You see it with, you know, this is the the the, the cliche of a of a comp here. Uh, you see it with Lamar Jackson uh, being able to create so much with Hertz being able to create because of that mobility. Uh, that is the type of style. That is the type of caliber. I don't know if I can say caliber yet, but the type of maybe potential that you can see because of play style, because of his ability to get out and throw on the run and make those decisions and drop the head if you need to and get down running and also make that smart decision, that throw downfield, because you see so often 
when you get out and you present that threat that other guys are able to get open. And it's tough on defenses to be able to defend and be in staunch coverage for those extended plays. All right, let's talk a little bit about Dino Babers right now because I think this is where you rightfully need to close the episode. Dino Babers is working to extend his job at Syracuse. It is sort of where I stand on things. And you guys are very well aware that I, I'm not one that's going to jump out here and say, I hope Dino's contract gets extended again. That's not a, a me thing. Last year, we, we, there was a report. Uh, I forget who had that. I apologize. A report that there were over $10 million left on Dino's buyout after last season which in my mind means that his contract goes through next year. So not this coming season, but the following season. I would assume he has two years left on that contract, although that contract and those details are not necessarily public. Which means that the 2024 recruiting class and the 2024 season are paramount in Dino Babers' football coaching career. They are tremendously important. I don't assume that Syracuse gets rid of Babers after this season. I would assume he finishes this contract up, barring a one in ten season, a two in or a two in ten season, a one in eleven season, whatever that might be. It would have to be a really, really bad season for Syracuse not to just finish this contract out with Babers, in my opinion. I think he, whether it's he has that security, I don't think that's the answer. I just think Syracuse is not really in a position where they want to pay a buyout and go find another coach because I don't know what they want to pay and who wants to come for what they want to pay, especially coming off of a buyout in any capacity, even if it's just a one-year buyout. I would assume Babers finishes the contract. I talk about this many times. I am very, very down on Dino Babers' on-field coaching, his in-game coaching. His clock management's horrendous. He doesn't coach the offense in games. He doesn't coach the defense in games. His recruiting has been terrible. Ever since the 2018 season, you have seen his recruiting rankings or Syracuse's recruiting ranking in the nation decline every single year since 2018 when Syracuse won 10 football games, including this past season in the 2023s, this incoming class that is in, you know, with no other way to put it, it is God awful. It is so bad. Uh, it is ranked number 74. It is just, just genuinely brutal. Worst class since 2009. Uh, you're next to Louisiana Tech. You're right around the same area as Buffalo. UTSA is above you in this year's recruiting class. It is not good. The 2024 class and probably some names in the 2025s are your last pitch recruiting-wise. And you need to show, if you're Dino Babers, who is not an in-game coach by any means, and that's not a hot take for me to throw out there, that he's not an in-game coach. That's not his thing. He can't do that. He doesn't do that. Recruiting has got to be here. Recruiting has got to be 
rock solid in the rest of this 2024 class and with the early going of the 2025 class. And I will say right now that Dino Babers is presenting a case recruiting-wise with two four-stars, which would be the first time in his tenure at the helm of Syracuse that he's done that. Do I think it's enough for an extension? Do I think it's enough to get re-signed? Not yet. But I do think that this 2024 class is starting to have the makings, and I believe they're ranked 24 or 44th right now uh, in 24-7's metric. Uh, let's see what they are in on three. And we will round out from there. Uh, so they're 44th in 24-7's. And on three has them, or on three has them at 44, and 24 seven has them at something else. I'm pulling that up now. I apologize for the uh, the filibustering here. 39. So that's a top 40 class per 24 seven, which is huge, huge. He's got to get a little bit more. He's got to do a little bit more. He's got to show some on field success. I don't think it's enough just yet. And it pains me to say it, but he is starting to conduct a case and construct a case to come back. <laughs> oh, Dino Baber says, hey, Owen Valentine at Lockdown Syracuse. Kick rocks, buddy. Take a lap. You don't like my recruiting? Check out this 2024 recruiting class. That's two four stars for the first time in the last 16 years, multiple four-star players in a Syracuse football recruiting class. Some questions, uh, if you're on YouTube, fire these off in the comments. Send me a tweet at LO underscore Syracuse on Twitter. Um, is this starting to save Dino Babers? Is this starting to extend Dino Babers' coaching career at Syracuse? Uh, how important is this? What are your thoughts on him? What are the, the genuine thoughts? What are your thoughts on him as a player? Uh, the excitement levels, throw these all out there. There's a lot of conversations to be had surrounding Syracuse football because the recruiting in the class of 2024 is showing us a side of Dino Babers and this new coaching staff and Dino Babers' staff that I'm not necessarily sure we have seen since Babers took over the coaching job. That is what this class is looking like right now. With that I will leave you for the day. I will see you tomorrow with a little bit more here on your Lockdown Syracuse Monday episode. But until then, uh, that is a wrap. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen today and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Owen Valentine. I will see you tomorrow. Be kind. Make somebody smile today. <laughs>